Welcome back to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And uh, still remote, still looking at each other through a screen, still listening to awesome noise releases. Absolutely. Uh We're doing it. So, so psyched on today's album. This one is such a killer. It is uh, Contagious Orgasms, Confession of Mannequin. Killer, killer title, killer band name, uh, killer packaging for the tape, killer packaging for the reissue. Uh, so it was originally from 1988 from Japan uh, on his own label, which is SSSM, <laughs> which is yeah. it's it's truly 80s industrial noise at two yes. uh, But before we dig into the glory of this record, Connolly's, what have you been listening to? Well, we've been listening to a lot of contagious orgasms, what we've been listening to. So we've been really gearing up for this episode. Um, the examination, wait, the, let me get the correct title, the full correct title, the examination of auto, auditory sense on Aunt Zen. Oh, it's a great is, one with that card, weird corrugated cardboard packaging. Oh. It's so cool with the ins, double-sided inserts for every song. Amazing titles all around, an amazing album. You know, and, and it's crazy because, you know, we'll get into it more when we when we get into Confession of Mannequin, but even in 1988, you see the seeds of, there's stuff that continues on, you know, throughout, oh, yeah. throughout Contagious Orgasm's work. And it's right there in this second, you know, tape of his. And, I mean, this one's just so, you know, I... I, I don't want to talk too much about it because, it, you know, we're just going to talk about, about uh, you know, the tape in the chunk of the episode. But it's an incredible one. If you need more Contagious Orgasm after hearing this, this is a great one to get on Ant Zen. Um, and then also, you know, like we mentioned last week, the uh, Ground Fault CD, Flow of Sound Without Parameter. Uh, just, I love it so much. Oh, my God. Oh, it's just it's so an incredible. amazing record. And then in our in our just researching for this episode and getting ready, we were perusing the SSSM catalog and there's a, there's an album from a couple of years ago by a, a guy named Yashihito Fujinami and it's called Lotus. And I didn't know anything about this. I just thought it looked cool. Yeah, I was she like, read we need the, to check she, this out. Ter- yeah. This is a terrifying, she read the description. She's like, this sounds amazing and we should check it out. And so we over on the SSSM band camp, it's over there. It is just really incredible, minimal. I think the description sa- said it melts from joy into sadness. And yes. I was like, I need to hear it's, this. This sounds amazing. It sounds like, great. <laughs> ho- yeah. Hopeful, sadness, <laughs> yeah. synth, ambient. Like minimal, yeah. atmospheric, beautiful. Like, it, yeah. We, we put it on yesterday while, you know, with the gray and perfect for these gray and rainy days that yeah. we got going on. Um, it's a really, really incredible. It's like a one. silk scarf blowing in the wind, and then it starts to rain and it gets wet. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's yes. There you go. That's a great. That's a great description. Yeah. Um, Sold. And that, yeah, it, it's really great. And then also, definitely in a gray zone. Uh, we've been in a big coil kick, especially oh, the later period yes. records. 
uh, especially Ape of Naples and Astral Disaster. Those two in particular. Ape of Naples has gotten spun a lot. Oh, man. I mean, that's every time you listen to that record, it's you hear something new and it's like a better record than the last time you heard it. Even if you listen to it twice in a row, it's like better yes. the second. You know, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Every like, time I hear something new and I love it more, I'm like, oh, God, I love this so much. It has my favorite Coil song on it, which as a Coil fan since the 90s, that's a that's a pretty big, uh, you know, title to bestow, yeah. I think. But Fire of the Mind is Fire of the Mind. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. just so the good. best. The best. Tra- I mean, it's. Of course, like Ostia is really great. Some of the song, you know, more song stuff, uh, all the stuff from the music play in the dark. But really, Fire of the Mind is like the song for me that that can like bring me to tears like that is that song is just powerful. And that's and that's that's an album too. where I actually were a a friend of ours um, says they don't really they don't necessarily really are they're not a big coil fan. But they're a big Ape of Naples fan. You know what I mean? That's like a yeah. record where it's like you don't even have to. It's, exactly. You don't, it's, I don't have it's to like, like its own yeah. record. I yeah. mean, you, I mean, you do have to like Coil because Coil is amazing. But uh, <laughs> I mean, we have yeah. to like Coil collectively. Yes. And, and actually, we saw um, Six Organs of Admittance did an amazing mm-hmm. cover of Fire of the Mind. Oh, it was uh, so good. Uh, and it was it was chilling in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did this amazing acoustic cover of it, and it was just like, when he was doing the house show tour. Just, that was great. It was numbing. Mm-hmm. It was numbing. I'm a uh, little so, sad. We were going to see Six Organs. Uh, we sure were. In, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to well, talk about we it. It's such a bummer. Him, well, we were we were we had a chance to see. We were definitely going to see him in New York. Yeah, uh, with Kurt ninety three, and then yep. he was also going to be playing here in May. I just assume that's canceled. There's no much way. like the show that we were going to go do. Yeah, uh, got canceled in May. So yep. I, I, mean, I assume every. I pretty much assume everything's canceled through June. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't have any. Yeah. No, I, I can't foresee that happening. Yeah. 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 Um. But among uh, among other things, those are definitely the main chunk of things we've been listening to. But like I said, a lot of contagious orgasm. So we'll just continue that conversation as we get into contagious orgasm is contagious. It is. Uh, Gray, what have you been listening to? Well, uh, I listened to some contagious orgasm, but uh, <laughs> I listened to. Uh, I actually was uh, was talking with Phil Blankenship, and we uh, we were discussing the Packrex CDs, and I. I remember that there's a contagious orgasm pack record from yep. the irresponsible country sounds. Uh, nice, short, powerful disc. Uh, check it out. It's great. Nice, like weird Pantone printing. I like, I like that. It looks one. like a little different than a lot of the pack record. Cause it, it, yeah. it actually, it's kind of like that, like yellowish. It's a goldish, yellowish gold, thing. Goldish, yeah. yeah. And then I jammed, uh, again, we're going to talk about contagious orgasm. So, uh, just, you know, pack rec, I jammed two other pack rec discs, uh, the Richard Ramirez skin crime, pleasure, commerce, and disease following from the bacillus zone. I figured this would be, a a proper disc to listen to. Oh, right. That's fair. It's medical themed. Uh, actually, yeah. I got called out a little bit in our bacillus episode because we didn't, uh, mention sickness or grunt splatter, both of whom have dealt with disease obviously in their in their uh work oh well apologies well, you know, sorry happens, about that guys. you know we you <laughs> know, try to mention you, everybody yeah when we're talking uh so much about stuff we get we get things wrong you know it happens yeah and i totally well, i wouldn't th- say it was wrong we just omitted something. i totally th- and i you know it's we funny because i thought of something else after we did that uh episode two and now i'm forgetting there was another thing i was like oh wait there's that too um but yeah I don't know. But, uh, I, but I, I think our point was, though, I think the way that Bacillus. Yes, he is the most. I think uh, it's very different. Directly medical it, with it. And it's uh, like, like, OK, so the other one of the other things I listened to was the Pest Maiden uh, reissue. It was originally Tronics 13, but it got reissued on Pack Rec. Uh, Pest Maiden. 
It was it was originally Grunt a seven Splatter. inch and a cassette by Grunt Splatter. Yeah, and it is super fantastic, like dark ambient death industrial synth uh, noise weirdness. Really, really awesome. I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and his thing is very much more like. It feels like the plague, like you know, it's it feel there's it's like Ooh. woodcut art. It's more medieval feeling. It's not the sort of medical yeah. pathological thing that Bacillus has going, but equally awesome. And and like certainly, there's no there's no uh, denying that this is like bacteria infection disease themed because that's that's like the, both of these have that running through it. Um, and the the skin crime Ramirez is a lot harsher than I remember it, man. It is really it's like a wall. aggressive it is mm-hmm. it's like a wall noise. crackling mess the grunt splatter we we've you know been in a big crowd control activities kick with chaos of shelter and 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 uh you know more stuff on that label and grunt splatter worked with that label yeah uh so i'm definitely excited to do something about grunt splatter i think that that'll be really cool yeah i think we'll i that think we'll have fun. to dig into it and part of listening to all this pack rec stuff is that phil tronics pack rec is offering a killer sale 12 cds for 20 dollars postage paid that's insane in the USA. it's it's completely yeah it's ridiculous so full disclosure i play on two of these cds Connolly plays on one of them <laughs> <laughs> That should not deter you from getting this deal. So the, you, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the, yeah, you don't have to listen to those three. <laughs> the CDs are AMK Super Panoramic Sound Five Thousand, Black Sand Desert Choking on Grave Soil, BTHN Her Serpent. That's uh, members of the Rita, the Cherry Point Black Witchery, Gate to Gate. I turn Black Keys. That's that's me and Connolly. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Government Alpha, Venomous Cumulus Cloud, Zbigniew Karkowski Torturing Nurse Dixon D Penetration CD, Neural Skyamine CD, the Richard Ramirez hey, Skin Crime, Pleasure, Commerce, and Disease that I mentioned, Roman Torment Skin Game, Sickness Slogan, Scars of Happiness, Always Numb, and Testicle Hazard, Everything Has Its Price. The Sickness Slogan is so incredible. So that's 12 so pro-manufactured CDs. For twenty dollars, posters paid. Posters going to be what four bucks, five bucks on that thing. So you're getting you're basically getting like a buck and a quarter a CD for twelve crazy. noise CDs. You can't afford not to buy it. Practically free. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's twenty dollars is <laughs> practically free. Absolutely. So yeah. that's great. It pays you. It, yeah. <laughs> Got to, two more CDs I listened to, which would be the new Intrinsic Action reissue of the first. Oh tape. yeah. We haven't awesome. got we, we've we haven't gotten around to spinning it yet, but we we have it as well. Uh, I love it. Uh, there's there's a favorite song on there for me is "Delusions of Grandeur," which I think uh, I think I'm gonna make a little little mix. I got a little extra time on my hands, and that's going on there. Um, Ooh, like a dance mix? No, no, like a mix, like a mix, <laughs> like a mix, maybe, maybe a dance mix oh. of it would be. Oh, this okay, is, well. I, have, I have an idea for a for kind of a theme through it, and this "Delusions of Grandeur" track is really it's like. What's this? What's the style? Because I didn't even honestly, I didn't even know that existed. This this tape It's the first intrinsic action tape. It's the first intrinsic action tape, and what? it's from eighty five. 80, maybe some of it's recorded in wow. 84 and there's three bonus tracks on it that are uh, source control stuff, which have been on some of the other ones. So it's more like synth and unprocessed stuff or stuff that was to be used and included in, in tracks more, I think. Uh, and oh no, it, was, it was recorded between January and August of 1985. Um, yeah, it was, there was, 
there were 50 copies made in 85, and then in 87 there was a second edition made. Uh, it is murky. It's not the sort of power electronics affront that you think of. It is way more uh, voyeuristic, uh, dirty-feeling industrial drone everything's muffled and muted maybe from the original cassettes uh and also partly recording technique like delusions of grandeur has a conversation you can definitely hear uh some people like there's a, there's a conversation going on and people talking maybe it's an overheard or taped conversation but it's it's so muffled and muted you can't pick out any of the actual words and it's it's it gets in my head in just the right way i've listened to this one twice it showed up uh, on monday so i've, I've it's been uh, it's been getting some play, and I I think I'll continue to play it. It looks nice, sounds nice. Uh, I picked up a nice embroidered intrinsic action patch along with it, <laughs> and uh, so nice. Yeah, because because even the titles they just made me think like, oh, this is going to be pretty different. It's different uh, than Sato Electronics. Absolutely, or, or, you know, it's sort of before that that zone had hit. And I mean, even when you think of like like something like Bad Jack or something. It it's those longer tracks or like less less direct Sato Electronics kind of burst assault style right. tracks or you know the it's it feels less direct and in in its way it makes it creepier. It's really cool. Um, um I'm we're we're very excited. So I'm on we, board. We, Let's we, go. That'll be in our recent listening on the next episode. And then uh, this was in like a random box. I was trying to organize my seven inches, and it's in seven inch packaging. The Richard Ramirez Flatline Construct Prurient collaboration oh, on Hospital. Oh, old school and classic. So nice. Yeah, this so is nice. From is it two thousand or the late nineties? I'm not even sure. Uh, it's got uh, something like that. Yeah, got the Rhode Island address on it. Got a vibrator dildo uh kitchenware collage on it <laughs> red, so awesome. red paper simple uh cream colored disc and it's it is brutal you you can hear all three artists on this which i really like the collaboration is like there's parts where i'm like that reminds me of old prairie there's parts that are like full richard ramirez and there's parts that flatline constructed with that like weird frequency abuse and like his certain breed of harshness but they all come together perfectly. So you're never like, oh, yeah, this is the whatever. It, it all feels right on the disc. Uh, Heck, super it's been cool a while. One. Been a while since we pulled that one out. Uh, so mm -hmm. we're going to have to do that. Good, good, good call. Yeah. And uh, and then I got a triple tape molest box set in the mail that was uh, released on New Forces a couple years ago. Poacher turned gamekeeper turned poacher. Amazing. Is it, is it like stuff from when it came out or is it old stuff what's the it's a it's tiger king themed no i'm just kidding oh wow <laughs> no. oh, 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 oh. actually when you said that i forgot what i've already that's how what world we live in i'm like wait what's tiger king i already forgot what tiger king was it's uh three it's it's from 2015 but it's three tapes of extracts and remixed material from like a variety of releases churchill perversions whole lane burnt the clappers ranters and number six are the tape titles but i didn't do any uh digging to see any you know where all of it was from it the tapes aren't really labeled so i'm hoping that its previous owner had them in the right order <laughs> and right, right fingers crossed uh, i just am listening and soaking it in it, it's awesome it it really makes me need to dig more the artwork looks really good it's super clean one of those uh, library vinyl tape cases the cover title stuff oh, looks sick. really good looks and good 
good. Yeah, new forces, uh, new forces rules. Very, very cool. Contagious orgasm. What an idea. I mean, wonderful you know, idea to one, start a, with. Amazing idea. We're we're definitely support that over any other contagion. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I wouldn't even wear a face mask for that. I'd be like, it's fine. Yeah, I just hand it over. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, we've been in a big, big contagious orgasm zone the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. If any, uh, you know, Tara and I have definitely been talking about it on multiple for on multiple platforms. So, uh, oh yes, oh it, my it was, yes, it was just a matter of time before we we hit on the one we're going to do. And I'm so glad we did this one. It's it's his second, or you know. I, I do refer to contagious orgasm a lot of times as his, but it has become a band. And in yeah, the there's past, multiple people involved. Yeah, yeah. but in at, the, at this stage, it is just um, Hiroshi. Yes, Hiroshi Hashimoto. And, uh, yeah, and, and it's his second tape. Impregnates the first tape uh, from '87, mm-hmm. and he said that there's. A, he said that he started contagious orgasm in high school. So this, I, I'm kind of assuming he's around. This is around. He's around 18 when he's doing this. Um, That's our guess. We couldn't find an exact date. We're not date, 100% but, sure, but yeah, also... we think he's around there. There's a there's a track that's that's titled 20 February 70, and we were uh, speculating that that might be his birthday, and it would make sense that he would be he would be 18 in 1988 Here. if yeah. he was born in 70. Now, we could, we could be wrong about that, but we listened to an interview that Contagious Orgasm did with Joke Lands, uh, Sudden Infant, and mm-hmm. he says that he started Contagious Orgasm in high school and that he played a, a birthday party. Uh, I think, I, I believe that's what he said was his first show was a friend's birthday party. And it only made me love Hiroshi so much more. Oh, dude. I want to hang out with him. He seems I like absolutely. so much fun. I love this Has, dude. Did Contagious Orgasm ever play LA? Or at least, I mean, they must have at some point. Not that I, not since I've been out here. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, I couldn't find any information, um, but... Yeah, I, this this tape is absolutely mm-hmm. just, ugh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, he he strikes me as one of those people that has like a really like large range of emotion. Like in person, it seems like he's like really fun and he likes to drink beer and eat food and have a good time. But at the same time, he has like a a very like serious side, and so he has that like a huge. Um, emotional spectrum, which we really love, and I think that wide range of emotion is on display on this tape, and, 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 on, yeah. and on all yeah. of, of Contagious Organs releases. But this tape really highlights that. Yeah, it's not afraid to do sort of any of the things it wants to. The, the tracks go through their zones. It's it's fairly confident in its approach for being like a second release too. Oh, it's oh, wild. Absolutely. Oh, and especially for it being a cassette too. Yeah, like, just like oh a my second God. release. Yeah. Like, wow. Like it, it feels mm-hmm. so just formed. Yeah. yeah. Not afraid to, to use subtlety. This one, uh, you guys had suggested another one, but I, I had kind of pushed for this album, uh, simply because this was the first one that I heard, uh, way back, you know, 20 some years ago and it mm-hmm. it stuck out to me it's like i have listened to this so much i've never listened to it quite like i did today though where like mm-hmm. you're sitting and focusing on all of the sounds it has to offer and i i really think of contagious orgasm as one of the most eclectic of the japanese noise stuff that yes sort of to me gets lumped in uh you know would be easy to think of like 90s pedal noise or something but it's this is like 
there's no fear of including uh, rhythm or beats or synthesizers or melodies or guitar or vocals or samples or like all of that is everything is fair game to Hiroshi yes. on this tape and in and in throughout the catalog like you're not going to get a wall of noise if you get a wall of noise there's going to be something completely weird or different after it like it's not it's not giving you one side it's giving you all these different options in what you can focus on what you can pick out of it and what you can like and as someone that came to this stuff through industrial there are like fully industrial tracks on here like mm-hmm. this is this is post industrial music from Japan, which is another, you know, when I talked about uh, escorts, one of the things I really like about that early escort stuff, too, is like it feels more industrial. Uh, and that's that really draws me in with this stuff. And this this one, like. Gosh, what what is even going on? Like first track, Confession it, of Angel. What is I, sounds are coming from all sides. Yes. <laughs> there is just mm-hmm. it starts with that warping, sliding, chaotic, scratchy, just it's like a guitar oh. but with only one string or something. Like it's yeah, it's completely and being, mutated. And being played with like a metal tube rolling on it or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just... someone playing yeah, guitar. That... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, the echo, it's it's like it's in a chamber. Like the entire time the guitar is in an echo chamber. And then I keep like, especially the first half, I'm like, oh my God, it's so mid-tempo. And like, I know that's weird to call something abstract mid-tempo, but it's, but it's not like fully active and activated and it's not lethargic. It's just like consummately like... Just a, a plodding, mid-tempo, squealing, um, kind of like otherworldly screaming guitar. No, I would say that on this album, there's actually a huge sense of uh, tempo or musical time uh, mm-hmm. to yeah. a lot of the tracks where it's not, there might not be a specific thing, you know, rhythm or something or metronome dictating it, but there is this this sort of swing that these tracks can get into that doesn't, it's not everything that's going on is chaotic, but there's some kind of sensibility that holds it together in this comforting and just, just slightly musical way. Yeah. And it's a pocket. You don't see it much. No, no totally. And it's, it, that's what's so unique about contagious orgasm. It's, it's so it's yeah, there it, it goes it, kind of like you said, it's not a contagious orgasm. is not afraid to go places that other other people maybe wouldn't even consider. And this this just this opening track just opens us up to this intriguing strange land that we're just now we're we're like it like we're in it and I'm so happy to be in it. It also introduces us to one of the kind of uh leitmotifs of this album which is uh this kind of reverb crashing bashing uh, stuff in the background. I'd say maybe half the tracks have like mm-hmm. throwing stuff around in a cavern kind of sounds to them. Yes, but not junky. No, in like different contexts. That, that yeah, is, yeah. I I think it's it's remarkably. It doesn't sound like somebody's in a, a junk shop or a junk store. Like you know, we've heard that before. Like you know, they're out in in a trash yard throwing yeah, stuff. It's feel not that, that way. Yeah, right. I know exactly. Somehow it's somehow it's contained in a way, even though it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like a cavern, an industrial warehouse, 
or like something like the steel gate, but like it, it it's tidy. <laughs> Whatever it, it is, it is it's controlled tidy. and tidy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's the, uh, there's a sound on this that just, it sounds like someone dragging a metal rod on a concrete floor. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I wrote down solo ending because that, that I ha- I assume it's a guitar. I hear it a couple other times on the record. I'm not sure if it's a guitar. I think there's bass guitar on one track also, but uh, I, it's, and it would make sense if you're a teenager when you start, you might have a guitar for, you know, whatever other band you were playing yeah, totally. in or something like. When he even said, you know, you know, came kind of from punk and stuff like that, yeah. of course, you know, being in the eighties, of course, I'm sure, I'm sure he had, you know, had a guitar and you know, something like yeah, a guitar yeah. laying around. But this ends well, how crazy. What I would consider a guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, right. The, like, but but played on this single string guitar with a metal tube rolling on it. Not not like totally, anyone trying totally. to play My some like November solo. rain guitar solo. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of rain, I know I was saying like, how crazy was it when the second track came in because it's raining here and it was kind of like in the background and then in the foreground. I'm loving this rain, especially I'm since loving this rain. No one's leaving the house. You just look outside and it's raining. <laughs> Yes, I don't have to drive and, in it. I don't have to go out and do anything. Yeah, and this and this track, the second track, clock clock. Yes, it starts with rain and piano. Oh, I love the piano. And, and oh. yeah, this this track to this is when I was like, wow, like because this is kind of how I think of Contagious Orgasm is this track, like a weird piano musical either he's either it's being here it sounds like it's being played sometimes it feels like it's sampled and later records Mm -hmm. and then that rain sound because there's something very it's a contagious contagious orgasm like presents this strange feeling of nature or this strange nature scenes that are not real but in but then feel more real and especially combined with the actual rain out here like listening to this track and hearing the rain it's so just to me this is this is what this is why we've been on a contagious orgasm kick this track yes would highlight what we love about contagious orgasm like the banging the subtlety the isolation the water the like there's you know, vocals field, on this track too. Yeah, yeah. like those mutated the strange vocals and yeah. like and a field record. It's you know a lot of the vocals I found they they sound like they're field recording vocals. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's except, not necessarily dependent on what it is. Except on this track, actually, I think it's actually mm-hmm. vocals. Is this is the yeah. one to me that felt like it was vocals? But a lot of other things I have vocal sample, vocal tapes because it does feel like actually like I was talking about with that intrinsic action, like a like an overheard conversation that you're recording, you know, uh, yeah. or from a movie or something. There's definitely some some other samples taken from a movie or a record, whatnot, uh, that we'll get to a little later. But this one also it has this like a uh, sort of intermittent banging also going on in that warehouse yep. that then turns into a freakout. There's like a full bore. Yes. This is a very cinematic mm-hmm. track. It reminded me this and end the next one view instrument remind made me feel like a movie, but I couldn't tell you what movie it was. But it right. really evoked this like this feeling and. It it sort of strips down and slows down to get to the end of it. It sort of builds up and, and slows back down in, in about three and a half minutes. Clock clock does. Uh, and then we get to my favorite track on this tape, View Instruments. Oh, my, I, I really? Pre- I predicted, I actually predicted that or another track. Those are, I had picked two that were going to be your yeah. favorite. Uh, I'm going to uh, guess, the- I'm going to guess Wirehead was the other one you predicted. Yeah. That would be yeah, correct. I thought you would like that one a lot too. And I mean, yeah, we love those absolutely. too. We love those too. But yeah. this view view instrument and wirehead, mm-hmm. I 
it's heavy darkness electronics. Yeah. 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 And this is, this has this like industrial synth progression with, with, and it has like a little break in it. And then man, there's, there's some tapes, there's some vocals, sample stuff. It's it. This is eighties industrial noise, like to a T. The guitar is back. It's great. That me- that menacing synth line. It's menacing. Yes, uh-huh. yes, it is. And then, and then Dude, the, that arp- It's just an arpeggio, and it's just like two then, notes. And then, it's then the so tension good. noise mm-hmm. kind of starts hovering over it. But yeah, there's a weird drop early on, and then it when it kicks back in, it's yeah. like fuller. But it's still in that kind of same area that it started with but it it there's something different this is industrial movement I, yes. I thought it was a demon clearing its throat it was like yeah. and then after the throat was cleared then we move on there you go <laughs> then, i mean absolutely because like such warped vocals and grunting and breathing that i couldn't tell if it was like a real breath it was very like non-human otherworldly oh this one is really special it really is, and it, and again, you, you know, the these this kind of synth line or these you know kind of two synth note things, mm-hmm. you see it throughout Contagious Organism's work. You know, even up till through, you know, today. You know, we were watching an amazing live set from like 2014, and you can hear there's stuff. You know, it's it. There's different stuff. There's stuff that's not on this tape that they're doing, but there's stuff that's like very much like, oh wow, it's like, you know. The, the kind of palette that he established in 1988 is yes. they're still working with it. In and some he was way. a Corbelli fan and he uses that like really minimal, like almost I mean, an Italian this is, decision. Obviously this is pre, you know, would be pre uh, Corbelli, yeah. but of course it makes sense that they yeah. work together in Absolutely. the 90s. It makes total sense to like me. Like they shared that kind of minimal synth aesthetic. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, I love, love this. And I love the title view instrument. So uh-huh. such a great, weird title. That is a great, a great title. Uh, th- this track absolute standout and, uh, yeah. Might find its way on that mix. I was talking about, I was about to <laughs> nice. say, I, I, I heard someone's making a mix. I, I think this could be a cool track on a mix. Uh, and then, I heard he was uh, making a remix. Oh, a dance mix. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, and then 20th, February 70, 2800, zero yeah what it, yeah again we just had a, we're like maybe it's his birthday who we yeah. completely that's yeah. complete speculation style you know there's not a ton of information about hiroshi online which like, is it was weird hard to find. i mean for there's, as long as contagious organs have been around yeah. for as many albums that they've done there actually is we, tara was digging in that way back machine i found his website on the way back machine i can send you a link if you want and it looks really good and but has there's, details there's no autobiographical there's information t- there's no yeah. there's no interviews um there's a few things that like on the msbr website but but truly like nothing nothing incredibly personal i gotta say you can still see his uh, MySpace page if anybody wants to, uh, because it has flyers and the flyers just like there made me cool drool flyers, yeah, over yeah. some of the shows. It was killing me, uh, but yeah. So that I guess that's that's fun, but still, um, yeah, very limited information. So this this track it has it has two loops that start it, and I refer to them yes. as horse loop and scissor loop, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, that is because one of them is definitely a horse. 
<laughs> there's and this again this is where we get the well i want to say there's two distinct horse noises uh there's a whinnying horse and a neighing horse all so right. you have actually two two different horse sounds all right and, the, <laughs> and this is again we get this strange feeling of nature that contagious orgasm uh puts throughout the entire their entire output and these these sounds and these this ho- this horse it's coming from parts unknown. I mean, it is. Yes. This is not a normal. This is not your average and, horse. And this is a warping loop. It's strange. It's alien. It's it's not settling in any way. I love it's this un- track. It's unsettling. This was one of my favorite tracks. There's this one is great. There's this sort of weird drone that goes through it, and that that scissor loop is maybe augmented by or EQ brings out like a sort of a rubbing sound in it. Almost, I, I don't. You're gonna have to listen to it and then be like, okay, that's the scissor loop Gray's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know yeah, exactly, exactly what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. Because it is so strange. I called it metals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Yeah. 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 It uh, is such a strange feeling. Yeah. Th- this has some more of the the cavern warehouse reverb smashing in it, but not. Yeah. Not. There's so much else going on. There's like a the weird phaser cut in stuff, and there's this almost like a high high jingle. I don't know what it was. Just it, was, it might be more of the metals, but in a different recorded different mm-hmm. or something i don't know distinctive jingle and then the as ed as it winds down to the end there's like a like a, a chord played on an organ that comes yes. in under all of it and it just buzzes out i didn't notice it until you know the last couple minutes of the track and then that that organ appears and it's it really sets it it sets it up nice and it sets it up great for under the floor well yeah that's the thing i mean it's the way he's using sound in this and the way he's putting it together and layering it and taking these weights. So the, the flow again, much like the ground fault CD, the flow of sound without parameter. I mean, that is contagious yeah. orgasm in, yes. in every way. And this it's, it's here on the second tape and yeah, under the floor, that ghost ambient sound that starts this off is just, it's addictive and it's haunting and I want to hear it for 10 hours on repeat. Whatever that scraping metal echo is, it's so good. It just made me think of like an empty concrete floor in a warehouse with a metal door in the center and then you open the door and that's what's under the floor. Yes. This actually reminded me of uh, a record that we have already discussed. We have to talk about for this podcast, but uh, maybe we'll get to it sooner rather than later. Is Carl Heinz Stockhausen's Microphony? Oh, that oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, that'd be really cool to mm-hmm. do. It, this is this is like one hundred percent that scrape, clang, screech, uh, metal reverberating. Um, but then there's this like synth rhythm thing <laughs> that comes in to start it's fun driving when that happens, the piece. isn't it? And, oh. and then some like bass hits come in and what is going on? Like it, it, there's already this sort of arrhythmic scraping, banging, reverberating thing. And then you get a synth rhythm and then you get a new, like another rhythm to go along top of that. But it's, I'm using rhythm very loosely because it's not, not, it's not danceable. It's not anything like. Yeah, but it is a faster rhythm. Like it's got a lot of motion in it. There's like basically there's like kind of multiple rhythms and Mm -hmm. they shift and fight against each other and then they become new rhythms. But those rhythms are not. Yeah, there it's a rhythmic rhythm. There it's, 
it's not. It never settles into where you think it's going to settle into. It, would, it keeps. It keeps kind of morphing. I would call it industrial dungeon noise. That's exactly what. That's what the. That's what Tara <laughs> yeah. said when this. She goes. This is industrial dungeon noise. I'm yeah. like, yes, it is. <laughs> there, I, that is yes. It's great. You nailed it. Those. That's what this feels like. So this whole tape feels like. Oh I, yeah. It's a. Uh, I, I think the. Uh, the. I think the the second kind of rhythm that comes in, it feels like it's played by hand, so it's like not. Yeah, it's not. It's not playing yeah. to to a click. You You're know not I mean? getting it's, it on time. Yeah, it, yeah, and it no. it keeps that, that human feel in it, and that sort of just weird off putting thing where like nothing is quite right on these tracks, making all of it right. Uh, totally. And in addition to like the Im- image of like a a big old gong, like a microphone-y, I'm. I'm also reminded of like an oil barrel full of junk just being stirred. Like just like there's some metal scraps yeah. and maybe like old firewood and uh and broken glass in there and it's just getting stirred. We could experiment with yours. Yeah. We can't damage it anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll try to recreate it. Um but yeah, this track's amazing. But then it, again, it really leads into the next track, Wirehead, because there is another great ghost ambient beginning to this track, where these like vocals. It's it. It seems like it's it's like mutated vocals layered on top of each other. That's that's what I was feeling. Oh yeah, like a chant. I it's it's and a chanting, ritual. and I actually assumed, and I, maybe incorrectly, I assumed that uh, that he made this himself. I don't know why it didn't sound. Like, well, I assume that too. Okay, yeah, great. Too. Okay, yeah, it, it yeah, doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like he went to like you know, I don't know, a church or something and recorded like a. a no, it sounds like it to sounds like, to me like yeah, like it's made. It's yeah, no, it sounds like it's him for sure to me, and I just love it. And then it just you know the layers interact and they're they're kind of morphing at each other the way they're interacting, and then it breaks into the perfect dark synth menace line, Ugh. two notes. Uh, and some phaser. You know what's on this that is really crazy is uh, I they're they're EQ'd out and not high in the mix. And that's one of the things actually I want to talk about with this record is as we go on to it. There's stuff that's uh, that's not that like breaks tries to break through the silence on this record or like like there's a vocal recording that comes in a little later and it's yeah it's so under the surface and it's just there for texture you're not supposed to pay attention to it you're not supposed to decipher what it's saying it's it's there to mutate and give more texture to a sound and that's another way of using something not not literally but to just provide this atmosphere and it's so very cool but the the thing that surprised me on this is there's there's hand claps like drum machine hand claps or, yeah, or they, some they sort of, of other percussions, you know, sound on it. But again, they're they're not loud, crashy hand claps. It's like this weird right. in the background. That's it. Ah, oh, I, I you just know what love I thought those one. were. I I um okay. So in my mind, is it is it this track that I thought they were windshield wipers? It's it's possible. But, it feels, oh yeah, I think it was because it feel. has. I this one I thought was the most field recording because when we get to the beeps, it sounded like backing up beeping, like beep oh, beep beep. Yes, yes, yes. And then I know that what you're talking about. Sound. I thought they were windshield wipers because yes. there was like water sound. So this reminded me of like field recording, like being outside, being like in a car, um, like 
you know, um, backing up type of thing. And, and when, then the weird muffled voices and whatnot. And the voice and like a lot of the voices and the noises too, like they'll rise and fall at strange times. And then, yeah, they get cut off at strange times too. Mm-hmm. It, you, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, but I know what you mean. Yeah. We, I was hearing those, the beeping sounds was, it did feel like we were in some sort of, yeah, like yeah, mechanical. It, and it's outdoors. more like, yeah, more urban or, or even like being around, you know, a car or something. Right. Yeah. It's so wirehead. Cool. I'm, and, and, and the mysterious title wirehead, is it like your head is wire? Is it a weird machine with a wire head? Like, are you building it? Like, what's up with the wire head? It reminded me, uh, I dated this girl who had this wire uh, body form in the basement for like shaping. It wasn't like a mannequin, but it was, I think, for shaping clothes or shirts. It reminded me of the cover of that uh, propaganda oh, yeah, when LP. You're, yeah, when you're sewing, they have like, yeah. The what, the what LP? Propaganda. They were, uh, it was like an 80s band. Um, but they had this, this record that had this wire, one of these things, the exact same type of thing mm-hmm. on the cover. Yeah. Um, but it, it's wire head just reminded me of like the, the head version of that thing. Cause the, it was like the, it wasn't straight wire. It was like, there were uh divots, like a little U shape in every, between all the joints on it. Hmm. I don't know. So I don't it was know. For like making clothes or something. Yeah. I think it's for making clothes. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, kind of. Remind, we should maybe talk about the uh, the packaging of this and the cover because there is oh, yeah. the, the very you know corsets, corsets, yep. and you know you know the, boning. One of the some of the weird imagery that you get with contagious orgasm because he's reused these like three yes. sort of uh, vintage corset drawings mm-hmm. a, a couple times. There's, it's on a seven inch, I know, um, and the the I don't know that you could call it the cover of this tape because it's not well, the it's largest really element. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so my copy of this cassette is, uh, there's a blue and white insert with, uh, SSSM and Hiroshi's name and address on it, uh, with like a, like a block woodcut of some cherubs or, you know, linotype looking thing of some cherubs. There's a square, like three by three insert, uh, on some textured paper with, uh, or like resume looking paper, but with a weird kind of alligator look to it or something i don't know uh with these corsets on it there's a uh a porno advertisement card <laughs> like a so great you know escort card or something uh yeah, in Japanese. yeah and it, which and again again kind of he, he a lot he reuses or morphs a lot of this stuff throughout a lot of throughout many of his releases like there's the the sex cards are in the Tesco CD mm-hmm. yeah exactly like the images that he used so which again i think is yeah you see corsets frequently and and a lot of times I, they're under like visual static like buried yes. in other releases which i think is really cool and it creates his it creates the world that you're in and again it's continuity the, yeah always using the um Seeking sense, what seeking sensational scale? What is the? How does it? I, I seeking think sensation scale music. I think yeah. it's changed it a changes. couple times though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah definitely. So, so he he morphs that. So sometimes it means that. Sometimes it means something else. But again, I love that. I I think that's what that does is it creates a language that's unique to contagious orgasm, and then you just you you can you can kind of keep using these images and these words keep kind of morphing them and you just create a richer vocabulary within the yeah, project and, and, and I nothing's think completely concrete 
at any yeah. given time. It's like he's not doling out answers here. Yeah, like the like the uh, the video that we were referencing that we watched from 2014. There's a video behind it, and it keeps saying like seeking keeps going. The word seeking yeah. keeps going over it. Okay, and then like orgasm, and then like so it's mm-hmm. like he, so it's like using these words continually throughout their work. It, it's so effective, and they weren't all. Um, electronic elements there were like live elements actual yeah, live percussion yes. and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so again which makes perfect sense but, you know? but then blending with the electronic elements so he was still sampling things but there were um live percussive elements and bells so it would, it's just really interesting to watch the blend yeah this actually has a big uh sssm yep thing on actually so at cool. every corner on the, oh, the like nice. what i would say yes. is the main insert which is a little collage that has the track list over some like psychedelic eye trickery uh, circular pattern. Um, the tape itself looks amazing too. The, the tape is uh, instead of or in lieu of a label, it has a strip of gray duct or silver duct tape uh, with the area for the uh, cassette spools cut out. That's great. And uh, the A side has a black dot on one side, and the B side has uh, two black dots, little just little Perfect. stickers on it. Uh, the glue on this has worn down the, the tape has shrunk a little bit. So edges of the glue stick to the inserts on mine. So there's uh, the back of the back of the blue insert and the, uh, and the, (laughs) Corset you know what I love? Have just, like like duct tape residue on them. That's eh, it. What just are you means do? it's loved. What are you, you know gonna what do? I, mean? I love that. It just means it's loved. Well, the funny thing about this tape, like I said, I found it uh, very early on, and I didn't. This wasn't the thing I sought out or found on the internet. This was uh, at a store called Record Time in oh, yeah. in Michigan. Yeah, and it was sitting away from any other cassettes in uh, like a record bin or seven inch bin that I happened to look through, and I was like, oh from japan this name sounds familiar and i think they charged me like a dollar 75 for this tape oh my god it was god, just a that's thing upsetting. that was there that that they didn't like didn't want didn't know what to do with it was not yeah. it was not expensive it was not and it was and it looked pretty beat up it's in like a you know kind of ratty plastic bag it's just a a paper insert but i was already kind of buying weirder stuff that was packaged like this at that time so it wasn't strange to me but it, it's who knows when I would have got into contagious orgasm? <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Aside from yeah. Uh, like finding this tape, but it might have taken time. You know, there's so much great noise out there. Um, but I, I still sort of remember finding this and just seeing seeing this in the wild, not knowing much about it, and not having a iPhone on me or something to look up. What is this thing? Like, this was just, oh, uh, I'm gonna buy this, whatever it is, and check it out. Yeah, I mean, Mike and I have talked about this on Home Time, but I kick myself that I was always so dismissive of contagious orgasm. It's not that I didn't love it. It's just that in my mind, it was it was much more active and harsh than it actually is. And I and I don't know why I had that misconception. But but now I'm just so glad that, you know, we've been exploring the many facets of um, the output because it's it's so varied and, and, and can be highly active, but also can just have so much beauty and subtlety like i wasn't expecting it to be so um pretty well i mean it is there's <laughs> like no, there it's is, just beautiful there's, elements there's yeah. absolutely beautiful parts yeah. to orgasm. And, I, and i wrote down beautiful at some point yeah, yeah like there's these like little glimpses parts. between Probably the clouds it's like it's like when the sun's yep. coming through the clouds you know like it just kind of opens up to little moments of beauty and then maybe it gets crazy again but 
but you just have these glimpses and it makes you really appreciate the the still moments that they add. Yeah. 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 It was for Clock Clock. I, oh, Clock Clock is The word is beautiful gorgeous. is yeah. written down and it yeah. is because it is a beautiful track. And, and, and a, lot, so, a lot of his music is. And it's so cool that somebody even even starting so young would not be afraid to add that because you don't get it on a lot of early, like I feel like that generally is something somebody kind of builds up to is like scaling it back and becoming more minimal after starting heavily I mean maybe just because that's kind of how we think but I, I don't know I think that generally people tend to peel it back later instead of starting like this totally strew mouth well, so this mouth. is not beautiful is not I was going to no. say you cannot use the word beautiful no for this track. not at all this so we we just watched a movie called Blood Lake and the movie ends with the lake being completely dry. OK. Yeah. And, and and it actually did, it did dry up. The, the lake yeah. did dry up and they filmed uh, they filmed mm-hmm. the end of it with this dry lake. So in my mind, I was standing on a ruined dock, staring out into the dry riverbed with all the with like, you know, broken trees and stuff. That's what I was staring at when this track started. And then from the other side of the riverbed, a brutal march begins. And this is a brutal march, a brutal chant, a brutal ritual. It is so insane. Yeah, the the. Tapes used are like army chants. Uh, there's a pounding, like militant rhythm to it, uh, interspersed with like some more like small kind of plasticky clicking, like castanets. Uh, to me, it sounded like flamenco yes, castanets. It had the weird castanet yeah. rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And then I it, maybe it's a synth, maybe it's a tape of a helicopter. There's like some real fluttering sounds going. Total on chopper it. vibes. Yeah. Uh, it's this is really like. Uh, a commercial for war. <laughs> it was like how I, mean, I was yeah, feeling. It's... I was thinking the demons from earlier. Like we're still like under the floor in this like crazy place, and the demons above are fighting, and you can't even tell what's going on. And I and I was picturing, you know, I was, you know, again with this brutal chant and brutal ritual. You know, I was picturing, you know, a, a sort of a Kurosawa samurai. Oh yeah, uh, you know. Yeah battle or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it has that, that feel to it. Why not? I love this track. That was great. Yeah, Strew Mouth and is I love, great. Super I intense. I unexpected Longest it is. track. And, and it, it's right near the end and it's just, it's an unexpected track. It, it, you, it, you just didn't see it coming. And wow, it, it just, it just, it kind of gives you that last little bit of like, wow, like look and that's the thing is with contagious orgasm, it's not that sometimes when a project tries to do too much in a thing, it becomes what I call a demonstration. It becomes like yeah. a demonstration. <laughs> tape. It's like, look at all the different things I can do. I can do this and I can do this. And it, and, the, and it doesn't go together somehow. Mm-hmm. This, some this goes together. And even this track where it doesn't, it, it feels very different from a lot of things that came before it. It still fits in. It doesn't feel like it's just thrown in there for no reason. It has a purpose and it's just this kind of last push to give you this last thing to think about before the very end. And I, it's, it's incredible. It's got that cavern warehouse reverb, or maybe in this case, it's a dry lake bed <laughs> echo. Right. That, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, like, that's what I was feeling, you know, things echoing through the forest and, and whatnot. Uh, but this this track really yeah the longest track it it really just gets in there and it's it conjures a lot of images it's a good one to just listen to and, and close your eyes. Um, 
And then we get to Confession of Man, the final track on this one. And it's got this like electrocution buzz. Like, we're back in the cavern again. And yeah. then there these like electro zaps start. It's like so, this like sci-fi kind of hits come in. It kind of has a similar yeah, warping sound to the first track, Confession of Angel. There's it's, it's, it's different sounds, but kind of similar yes. feel in a way. And yeah, then it then it kind of opens up to this an, again another new world, and yeah, there is these strange synth rhythms that that enter here that again you didn't hear before. Yeah, and, and maybe like a some like string drone kind of thing playing a couple notes in the background too. Which anytime any sort of melody is used, it's like two notes. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. And really sets the sort of somber tone of the stuff, you know, which like even the piano, I feel like there's maybe two notes played on clock clock, but because it's piano and the, and the other range of the sounds, it, it gives it a different feel. It, it can be yep. used in yeah. so many different ways. Uh, this one is a killer way to close out the record for me. It is. It's I, a, it, the, the world that it leaves us in and the thoughts that it leaves us with is it's just perfect. I, I love the way it just started. Like it was so active and noisy when it started. And then it kind of like, you know, tuggered itself out. And I thought that the, um, I, I could only think of a, a, like a whirlpool, you know, like, yeah. like being sucked down a whirlpool or something that's grumbling, like, you know, because the, the voices in it are very hellish, you know, like it's a, the mutated laughing, the mutated voice I thought was very, you know, it's a disturbing sound, but it just sounded like it was being flushed down a whirlpool. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a few, maybe a few shots fired from your ray gun. Uh, but very subtle. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was just such a, an interesting way to end. Just a killer, a killer tape, but I would say you can check out any contagious orgasm and you're going to get a killer. Like I'm a fan. I haven't been bummed on anything yet. Yeah. 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 Through and through. Yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's a really incredible project. Uh, we obviously can't say enough about it, you know, and, and what, what is kind of nice is yes, obviously, you know, the, the, you know, original of this tape, you know, there's the originals, you know, maybe harder to come by, but there's been a lot of reissues. So it's, it is nice that it is a project that you can get. It's very accessible. You, it, yeah. You can just you like can, Ray, who knows where you'll find it. Yeah. You, yeah. You can pick yeah. up <laughs> contagious orgasm. And I would encourage everyone to, there's the SSSM has a band camp with not mm-hmm. a ton of stuff on there. There's a, a couple old things, yeah. uh, a lot of new things, a couple things on the label. Like we said, that, that Lotus CD that we really, really loved. Um, so you can you pick things up through there. Of course, Aunt Zen's, you know, put a lot of stuff out and, and reissued, uh, uh, stuff. Of course, this, ground fault. Gr- the ground fault CD is but just, we can't recommend that enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so Industrial yeah, recollections just, did the early tapes. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there it's, it's, it's a service that they're out there. So everyone can really, uh, dig into the world of contagious orgasm. It's going to be very rewarding. It's going to take you to different places that you, assu- that you, you know, didn't know you were going to be taken to or didn't know you wanted to be taken to. Yeah. If you're shut in somewhere, it's great. Yeah. That's the thing. It really is good for being shut in because it takes you to different artificial natural worlds. Yeah. And it's not, and it's just shy of cinematic, you know, and just enough that you just, you forget that it's on and you're like, where am I? Oh my God. Like you can get lost in it. You can get very Uh, lost. and, And I love that. Take me away, contagious orgasm. Take me away.
You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.